everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're really excited today. We have a special interview for you today. We're talking with actor Dion Johnstone and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Dion, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what we've been doing these last few months when we have a interview, when we have a guest is we've been just asking, how have you been, have you been doing, have you been handling this time of quarantine? What's it been like for you? Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're actually catching me at a, a really interesting time in, in my life. Um, I'm about to become a dad. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, we're, we're expecting a, a baby boy in, uh, within the next 12 days. Yeah. So, uh, so that's really, really exciting stuff. We've been wow. uh, both prepping our, our home, but we, we realized uh, that we were going to need a bigger space mm-hmm. just to, to have room for, for our child to grow into and, and also have, have room for us since so much of the, our lives are becoming virtual to make sure that we, we always have a, a studio space where we mm-hmm. can do self-tape auditions and, and sure. Zoom readings and such. So, so we found a new location. So we're also in the midst of packing up our, our, our lives and getting ready for a September move and bringing a new baby into our world. And, and uh, it's a lot that's that's going yeah, on. It's all, that's so it's all exciting. exciting and yeah, a little bit uh, a little bit uh, nerve wracking, but but all all in a good way. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you have it, if you have it, if you have to leave the interview early for an emergency, I'll understand. <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your first child. This is our first child. Yeah. 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 That's great. Uh, yeah. Have you have you decided on a name? We have. Uh, his name is is going to be Kylan. Oh, cute! Yeah, That's great. Yeah, Aww. we searched for for quite a while. We wanted uh, a name that was was interesting and, uh-huh. and unique, and yeah, and uh, and when we hit upon it, we we're like, oh, that just that just feels right. But yeah, we'll, we'll just hang on to it and see if something comes up and and uh, in the interim. But uh, no, that's that's really stuck. So it's like unique without name, being but... without being like ridiculous. Exactly. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's a, a normal name that you can tell. Yeah. And you don't see ready. That's great. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so fun. I the when you have a newborn. I mean, I know there are a lot of work, but also just ah, oh, the that that's just such a precious time. It's gonna be. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh man. Oh. Mm-hmm. You get to re you know live your your own life but through their eyes mm-hmm. you know and going through all of those those challenges and all of those stages uh, again and with yeah. a completely different perspective we're just looking yeah. really forward to that when you see uh, sweet magnolias and all the all the uh, drama of teenage years so you've got uh, right. <laughs> gone out. right that's coming down the pipes <laughs> 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 very that's really good so aside from getting ready for the for the baby have you been uh doing any quarantine baking or you know kind of things to have you been binge watching anything or we've anything? been we've been binge watching binge watching uh on netflix a, a series mm-hmm. called Greenleaf, oh, which i would never seen before and uh and it's it's just a wonderful a wonderful show uh-huh. Um, we just finished the, the end of the third season. So, so we're now we're, you know, madly waiting the, the fourth season for whenever that drops. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yes, yeah, wonderful, wonderful show. 
Yes. And it's about a, a, a black family who, is, uh, who runs a, a parish. So it's, it's the black pastor family and, mm -hmm. and their lives and their children and, and all of that and their interactions. And it's just so wonderful because I never really grew up with, with that, seeing black characters in, in prominent roles, um, you know, aside from you know, watching the Cosby show on, on, on mainstream television. But it's just so, so wonderful because you... you you know, sometimes in, in what I've witnessed in, in, in mainstream programming and in, in, in media, mm -hmm. you know, black characters are either side characters or, or mm -hmm. they're very limited roles in how you see them. And right. so even as an actor growing up, there were very limited representations of what mm -hmm. I could be. But on a show like this, you, you really see how you can be anything. You can be the villain. You can be the good guy. You've got mm -hmm. as much complexity as, as, as any other show. Yeah. So that's been a, a, a real treat to, to, to sit back and and binge watch that's great yeah, yeah i mean that or or they're kind of i mean you you get things like the medea kind of thing which is fine there's nothing wrong with it but but it's nice when you can get maybe a little bit more complex mm -hmm. uh, than uh than than that i mean comedy has its place but it's nice when you Absolutely. get a little a little a little bit more or at least have some variety exactly yeah. you know that there's all kinds of genres that can yeah. can be done you know yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's been nice those last um, couple of months. I feel like that that discussion is kind of starting to get a little bit more footing and, you know, co companies are committing themselves to uh, having more diversity and, and because it just makes everything better. You tell more stories, it improves. It's not just, obviously it's important to that group, but it makes it better for everybody. I agree, yeah. I agree, yeah, yeah. Mm, definitely. Uh, so, uh, how did you become an actor? How did you get into acting? Well, you know, when I was a kid, uh, I think it, it was a, a transition from comic books into acting. I loved mm -hmm. uh, superheroes and, and the comics that, that I read. Uh, also dealt a lot with Greek mythology. And so I, I fell in love with Greek mythology. And uh, when I was uh, quite young, my parents were concerned that I was spending so much time with comic books that, that I wouldn't get into classic literature. And so as a bridge, they found at a flea market these uh, old comic books that were done in the 50s and 60s called Classics Illustrated. And, and they had uh, uh, comic uh, versions of Julius Caesar and Three Musketeers and, and all of the great classic plays and, and books. So they got me a copy of Julius Caesar and, and that was my first introduction into Shakespeare. And so later when I was in high school and we started learning about Shakespeare, I already had an, an innate understanding of the language and the rhythms and the storylines and imagery. Mm -hmm. And so that led me to, to wanting to, to become an actor. And for me, uh, I ended up training classically. So I've done quite a lot of, of Shakespeare and I attribute all of that to, to my early childhood of, of, of all things reading comic books that's really interesting well there is yeah. a certain degree of of kind of gravitas and uh and uh drama to your uh your comic books that i can kind of see that how that could that could happen you know they're very uh mm -hmm. big and you know theatrical and kind of a thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. exactly it's so interesting 
And when you're dealing with, with superhero, I mean, we're seeing it right now because comic books have transcended its, its genre and moved into the film and television industry. Mm -hmm. So now as, as a kid who grew up with these stories, I'm getting to see them represented and I can actually have the potential of playing them on, on, mm -hmm. on screen, which yeah. were only dreams you know, when, I was, when I was a kid. Sure. Uh, but also the form of a comic book is very much like, uh, like a television show. It's very episodic in, in its sense. And you have your mm -hmm. close-ups and medium, you know, shots and wide shots and, and all of the same kind of, you know, it's just an artist who's creating all of those, those mm -hmm. different shots um, that a DOP, you know, a cinematographer would create on the day. So there, mm -hmm. there's a, it's a very similar kind of medium. So it's a natural yeah. transition, I think. What do you, you think know? of Black Panther? Oh, I love Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> Wonderful film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very looking. I'm very much looking forward to the next installment of of that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was so good because both of the character, the lead, the two main characters, your hero and your villain, had such careful character motivation. Like you understood where both of them were coming from. It made sense given their upbringing and who they were. And so, uh, you you were invested in both of them, which I thought is hard to do, mm -hmm. especially in Marvel. Yeah. 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 And when you really see how, how good and evil are, are almost opposite sides of the same coin, what makes one person evil and one person good, it's, it's quite often their point of view, you know? Right. So yeah. that, that spiritual uh, complexity I really loved about, mm -hmm. about the film. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you remember your first role that you ever got? Well, that My first role, I would say, I mean, I played a, a few like smaller roles when I was a, a kid. So like in elementary, I remember a, a school tour coming through and, and they chose kids from the audience who would get to be a part of the play. So I had my first on stage experience when I was quite young. But my first real role was in high school when I was in high school drama. And, uh, and that's when I decided I want to, I want to take this acting thing seriously. Yeah. And, uh, and I played Johnny, um, in a high school production of the outsiders. Oh, and, uh, and that was my first, uh, yeah, that was a, that was yeah. a lot of fun. When you got your first like role in television, what, did you have like a, that thing you do freak out moment? <laughs> you were so oh, excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was on Stargate. Stargate was my first uh, film and television uh, role that I ever, ever did. Uh -huh. and I remember feeling like, oh my God, if I never do this again, like I've actually, I've actually done it. This is a show that I've watched on, on TV. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And they were so gracious on, on, on the set because they knew it was my, my first time and they'd been sort of scouting me, you know, uh -huh. through the theatrical work that I'd been doing. So, so they knew I had the ability to do it, but I just didn't understand yet the set protocol. So they invited me to watch the filming of, of an episode just prior to mine. And they said, you can go wherever you want, you know, talk to whoever you want. The, the only thing that we request is when we're filming that you don't walk in the eye line of the actors who are, who are acting. Because if they're doing a close-up and you kind of move in the background, you'll cause their eyes to shift. So as long as you just adhere to that, the set is your, is your oyster. Make yourself at home, you know. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's just amazing. So Stargate was the first production that, that really took me under their wing and, and, and did quite a lot to, to give me screen time and, mm -hmm. and confidence and, and support. That's great. Yeah. That, that's really nice that they did that. Listen, you have a welcoming set. Did your, what did your family think that when you started to pursue acting, they pretty supportive or? 
they're very supportive. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I mean, my, my mom and dad at, at, at the time, um, I mean, they'd watched me. By that point, I'd already performed at the Stratford Festival on stage doing, doing Shakespeare. So they'd been watching my, my growth over the years. So, uh, you know, my, my parents, I think it was very natural for that to, to happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I'm I'm pretty sure for them that it wasn't a, a surprise, but uh, also I think on another level, uh, I th I think it, it probably was comforting as well too because I, I know they were always concerned about well you know you're you're pursuing this acting thing and, and we know you're committed to it and we understand it and we see it as as, as business, but we're just always worried. We just want to know that you're going to be secure in your life and, and it seems like such uh, an insecure profession. And, but I'd always been finding ways of making it work and finding ways of paying my bills and, and evolving as time went along. So mm -hmm. um, I think if anything, this it may have been a, um, a, an additional sense of security for them, mm -hmm. um, but probably not a, a surprise to them that, yeah. that uh, I'd finally achieved that. That's great. Uh, so you were in a, a family Christmas gift yes. uh, for Hallmark. Mm -hmm. And like this last holiday season, uh, Patty LaBelle, Holly Robinson, Pete. Mm -hmm. What was that like to shoot with with them and shoot the film? Uh, Must have been amazing. It was. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was a um, a dream project of of Holly Robinson, Pete's, mm -hmm. um, and she knows Patty LaBelle quite well. She sang at at her wedding, in fact. Oh. And yeah, yeah. And so she had seen Patty in uh, a previous Hallmark film. And, uh, um, but her role was more of a cameo in it and she didn't even sing in it. So she thought, no, we gotta have more than this. Like, yeah. we've gotta make her a, a, a much larger character and she has to sing. Yeah, you know? I was so, uh, so glad because in that film, Christmas Everlasting, literally she opened a door. She was mm -hmm. like, yeah, welcome to my home, open door. And that's it, that's all, you know, they advertised Patti LaBelle yeah. and she yeah. didn't sing and she opened a door and I'm like, what? Yes. What is yes. This? So I was so excited. And also the other thing too, that made me excited is that I, the, you often see the, that these starlets will want to sing Oh Holy Night in Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. And I always warn against it because it's a really hard song. It's very yeah. difficult. It goes a whole octave. It's, it's a tough, long song. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, so it was kind of gratifying that here you have somebody who can actually sing it. She has the yeah. pipes. She's yeah. got it. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, okay. and, and almost reinvent it, you know, sing it in yeah. a way that you haven't heard it yet, you know. Right, yeah. Um, oh, it was just the, the day. We only had uh, Patty LaBelle for four days of shooting. So it was okay. a very intense schedule to get it. And one of those days, I believe, was devoted to her um, recording the song uh -huh. um, in, in, in studio as well, too. So right. we maybe only had three literal shooting days with her. Wow. So that was a compressed a, a amount of time. But when the day came to, to do the concert shoot, and, and just the anticipation in, in the room of, of, of hearing her, her sing this oh my and gosh. Uh, was, was just uh, amazing. And then being able to, to introduce her to, to everybody. I mean, I'm introducing her character, but I mean, come on, I'm introducing yeah. Patti LaBelle to everybody yeah. <laughs> watching that, you know, uh, was just amazing. And, and when she sang the, the rendition, just sent like shivers through your body. It was just so beautiful and moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't even imagine. It was, it was to watch it, uh, let alone being there in the in the room. 
uh, watch listening to it must have been amazing. Yeah, very yeah. surreal. And she was so gracious. I mean, the her ability to make you feel like in no time at all that you have history with each other mm -hmm. to, to welcome you in as a as a family member um, was was extraordinary. Um, and I noticed that that she was like that with everybody who, who came up to her. Um, always, you know, open to, to take photos, uh, always having kind words to say, and, and just mm -hmm. made her presence very warm and, and accessible. And uh, it really affected the, the, the energy uh, on the set mm -hmm. on those days that, that we had her. So that was, that was uh, uh, a wonderful, a wonderful experience. And Holly, as, as a, as a co-lead, was just a dream to, mm -hmm. to, to work with. I mean, it was just a no-brainer, so easy. Mm -hmm. um, I was amazed at, at how she's, you know, I mean, she had pitched this production, and mm -hmm. so she's sort of in a, in, in a co-production, uh, co-producer mm -hmm. uh, role. She also has her own foundation that she's running on, on the side. Um, she has a family that she's, she's touching base with. <laughs> and, and we're getting script edits, like, <laughs> you know, on a daily basis as well, too. Yeah. And just watching her, like, juggle all of this as if it was nothing you know and never losing her cool and always staying relaxed and always fun to, to work with um, that's what we like a lot about you know the kind of yeah. lead that, that i want to be you know that's what we like to hear of our queens of hallmark amen <laughs> yeah, yeah that's great yeah i know i don't know how she gets all of that done just just uh raising that that crop of kids is and would be enough and and uh, she does so much it's it's really 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 impressive and and uh, you also got to play a, a dad in that movie you had a daughter yeah, uh, yeah. and that must have been fun oh yeah yeah it was girl. a lot of fun yes yes mm -hmm. um it's it's wild i've been quite lucky to to work with with young actors uh mm -hmm. in in my career just prior to uh maybe only a, a, a year prior i'd worked on a nickelodeon show as well too where i oh, played okay. a, a dad to 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 a crop of, of kids and, and they just always blow my mind um with with their energy and professionalism and how smart they are you know mm -hmm. like you, you you come in thinking you know, some idea of what kids are going to be like and 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 you go no these kids they, their their game is pretty smart you know yeah and melody was just just a dream to to work with mm -hmm. so yeah, cute. a lot of fun uh, was when was it filmed? We shot this in um, October oh, of 2019. Late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So there was already we shot a little bit in um, well, well, a little bit of it was shot in, in Whistler and and in Pemberton, which is where mm -hmm. we do some of the the outdoors. So there was snow that was just starting to to fall, and it wasn't like full you know snowfalls or anything like that yet but it wasn't in the heat of the summer which was which was great so you know when you're wearing jackets and sweaters and gloves and, and all of that quite often a lot of homework films will be shot in the in the summer yeah but uh, but we were quite lucky to have cooler weather for this that's nice you don't have to yeah. pretend to to be uh, in you don't have to be in winter coats and stuff in the middle of the middle of the summer <laughs> like like a yeah, lot yeah. of these have to have to do Pretending uh, you're shivering when you're yeah. like sweating <laughs> buckets. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see because that because that's a pretty late start in October. But this year, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how how far they push it. I mean, I, you probably could have they're probably going to be sh shoots starting in November. Uh, oh yeah, the, for the for the December releases because they're so late in getting started uh, this right. year. You know, so and all the 
restrictions and everything too. So I'm very curious oh, yeah. to see how it all play out. <laughs> I, think, I think we all are. It's going how, right. how, how is this going to happen? Yeah. It'll be a very interesting year of, of production. <laughs> it's just in every way. It's just such a, it's been so, so weird. I mean, the whole, mm -hmm. the whole experience has just been very surreal. Yeah. I think for all of us. <laughs> uh but who would have thought that the world could just stop yeah who, who would have thought yeah you know? i mean i just couldn't believe it once one more thing one more thing closing one more thing and i, and I think it was the right thing to do but it was just it was very surreal very surreal mm -hmm. and then the fact that it's still still going on right uh, uh we we still had we haven't had church yet it uh we, we had kind of a modified slightly version of church at uh um in a very small group mm -hmm. uh church but we haven't had like church church and mm -hmm. uh and on my other channel i started uh in march started doing sunday devotionals with my friend mm -hmm. uh just to kind of have something spiritual uh once a week and and now we're we're almost on uh, week 20 of doing that and i'm just like we never in a million years thought this was gonna last 20 weeks well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was just going to be something we were doing for a couple of weeks while while church was canceled, and it's still canceled. So we're still doing it. It's just, it's just been crazy. But uh, I wonder, but, you know, what the next evolution is 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 going to be. Yeah. You know, if it'll be like three D goggles, and and at least we can go to a virtual space that feels yeah. like we're in a church. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. We're. I mean, I I feel like Ready Player One is coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. The Oasis is, it will be here before we know it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. uh, so, uh, for Sweet Magnolias, we loved Sweet Magnolias mm. on this, oh, on this podcast. Wonderful. We covered mm -hmm. it too. We did two special episodes covering Sweet Magnolias, uh, season one. And uh, mm -hmm. so for Eric, we loved Eric. We thought he was great. Oh, and, nice. uh, nice. how did you end up with that role? Uh, it's a bit of a crazy story. I, um, well, first of all, the, the showrunner and show creator of Sweet Magnolias, her name is Cheryl Anderson, and she created uh, another series called Ties That Bind, mm -hmm. which uh, I shot in Vancouver, and, and I was one of the series leads on it, uh, maybe three years ago, three to four years ago now. So we already have a, a, a working relationship. And I was given to, to understand uh, after the fact that when they were um, creating Sweet Magnolias, they already had me in mind for this, this role of, of Eric. But at that time, I was doing my, my first, uh, my Broadway debut. Oh. I was playing a role in uh, a production of King Lear. Oh. And so I was unavailable to, to, uh, to read for the part. So they, they went about uh, trying to cast and, and still couldn't find the, the right energy that they wanted for, for the role of Eric. And I believe uh, one of the, the, the writers on, on the writing team happened to see an Instagram post that, that I had made because we ended up closing our production of King Lear a little bit earlier than was, was predicted. And, uh, and he let Cheryl know about this and that she, she went online and had a look and said, oh my God, he's, the, the show's closed. So when I returned from, from New York to Toronto, um, I got a call from, uh, from Sweet Magnolia's production uh, uh, asking if I was interested uh, and available. And, and if so, if I would put myself down on, on tape over the weekend for them. So I was like, oh my God, that's fantastic. So I had a look at the role and, and, uh, and 
self-taped a, a number of scenes and sent it their way. And uh, before the end of that following week, I, I, I had the role. And it was pretty quick. It, from the time that I got it, it was like, um, we're probably going to start shooting right away. So in the next couple of weeks, you know, would you be prepared to, to fly out? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And in less than a week, they're like, could you be on a plane to, to start? And I was like, oh my God, wow, here, here, here we go. Yeah. 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 So, uh, great. yeah, so it was, it was, uh, you know, and I remember when, when King Lear closed, it was, it's always hard to, to close the show and certainly being on Broadway and this was happening with Tony's, you know, we're, we're rolling out and one of our actors was, was up for Tony and, and, and also we were closing and it was just like, oh, that's just such a, a hard feeling. And, but I had to remind myself, you know, you've had the experience. So, so that's under your belt. But, you know, when one door closes, it just leaves room for another one to open. And little did I know that, that it would be Sweet Magnolias. And, and so um, I, I feel like there's, uh, you know, there was a, a beautiful energy out there in, in, mm -hmm. in the stars just kind of guiding, guiding my path and, uh, into a place that it was meant to be. It's true. Sometimes we just have to trust that, that God knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's got to handle things. it'll all work out yeah. in the end uh that's great uh yeah. yeah so did you do any kind of training at all in to prepare for playing a chef uh, no yeah no um but what we had on on set the uh the catering company that provided all of our, our meals for for cast and crew mm -hmm. uh laurent's catering is, is what it's called and, and um and the owner is uh, laurent morchant and he's uh, an Atlanta-based uh, caterer. And he acted as our on-set guide. So any scene that, that we had and whatever we would be preparing, we would sort of block the scene, talk about you know, what, was, what was necessary. In some cases, it was like written into the script what had to happen. And in other cases, it, was, it would be more like, okay, so we're here, we're in the middle of a lunch rush, and, and these are the kinds of meals that we might be having. And we would uh, block the scene, have a discussion about what was needed. And, and then he would get to work on, on prepping all of those, those meals for us. And, and then he would uh, coach us on, on how to, everything from the little things like how to properly cut vegetables without cutting yourself, <laughs> you know, right, yeah. to, to garnishing your plates, make, make sure the presentation looks, looks good, um, uh, to the flow of, of how the kitchen would, would work. Mm -hmm. And so we, we also had um, in the background who were playing our ensemble of, of our kitchen staff, um, almost all of them were actual chefs themselves as well too. So, so we could always connect and just talk with each other. Well, how would I be doing this? And would I take my gloves off for this? And, and what would happen here? And, and you know, So it really um, very quickly started to feel like a, um, a real live active kitchen because we were bolstered with, with people around us mm -hmm. who, who knew what they were doing. Yeah. So, uh, so that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's very cool. At first, I thought that Eric was going to be set up as a love interest for Dana Sue. It seemed like, oh, but he's because he's just so like, uh, so mindful and kind and and uh, towards her. Um, mm -hmm. But then I kind of wondered, oh, is it Helen? And but then it kind of didn't really there there. It was left kind of ambivalent of mm -hmm. what, of who he uh, was going to who he was the love interest for. So I thought that was interesting. And uh, yeah, what did you think about that kind of his interactions with Dana Sue, with Heather, uh, I mean, with Helen? Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's really interesting to, to hear you say that because I never felt that playing it. I, I felt for, for myself that, that in terms of, of Eric's attraction, it's, it's, to, it's to Helen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, my wife and I work together and, and she's an actor as well too. Mm-hmm. And so, so we help each other prep, you know, the work that we're yeah. going to go and, and shoot. And, and there were a couple of scenes where she's like, now, like, it just seems like you're, you're, you're really into Dana Sue here. Yeah. So like, just why are you more at the paying beginning. so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, more yeah, at the yeah. beginning. Uh, but, uh, but uh, then it started to feel like, oh, okay, maybe he's interested in Helen. But then Helen had another love interest on the show. Yes. Ryan, I think yeah. his name was. Ryan, uh, yeah. And uh, so then I was like, oh, well, maybe he's just a really amazing guy. I think he's a, an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. I think um, w- one of his qualities is his, his loyalty uh, mm-hmm. and, and the depth of, of the depth and quality of, of friendships that, mm-hmm. that he wants to create. And, and certainly there is, uh, I think, a very strong connection to, to Dana Sue. And I think an understanding that the people um, won't understand until you get to the latter part of the season and, mm-hmm. and probably won't understand... Uh, until more development comes out mm-hmm. where, where we learn a, a bit more about where Eric is coming from and what his past has, has been. Yeah. But, but I think there are a few um, uh, clues in terms of, of how, you know, Eric is able to recognize what's happening with Dana Sue because it, it, it reflects a lot of what he's been through in, in mm-hmm. his own life. And so his, his desire to, to protect her, to guard her privacy, um, it comes a lot from how protective he is of, of, of his own privacy and his own uh, personal pains and struggles. And I think it's, it was easy to, to uh, or it could be easy to misunderstand his caring and compassion for her, not yet knowing the full story of, right. of where things are heading at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I, I think uh, certainly by the end of the season, it becomes a bit more clear, certainly where his, his, uh, attraction lies versus yeah. where 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 is his friendship you know is, is needs for friendship are and where yeah. that will go who knows oh you know so exciting think, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh and we had also your relationship with isaac in the uh uh in the restaurant uh he's like looking for his father that that mm-hmm. part was a little bit I, it was almost like he was like, "Are you my mother? Are you my father? Are you my?" There was kind of like it was like yes. every day. It was like it was like he was just going up to me. Hello, are you my mother? Are you my mother? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, but, uh, but yeah, that was an interesting kind of dynamic as well. In the yes, uh, yeah, very much a, a mentor, mm-hmm. um, older brother. Um, I think from 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 Eric's standpoint, I think uh, mm-hmm. for Isaac, he, he may look at at uh, Eric as a as a father figure, yeah, um, or a big brother. You know, when yeah. when, when he realizes that uh, that he's not his his uh, that Eric's not his father, right? Um, certainly, uh, I loved the the dynamic that was that was just sort of naturally you know built working with Chris Medlin, who mm-hmm. plays Isaac, and. Um, we had both actually just come off Broadway off of, off of different productions. So we already had that, that uh, connection as we started to, to get to know each other. And, and, um, and we have a lot of similar similarities in our own, you know, past history as well too, as we started to talk. And, and so the connection was really, really easy. Um, and, I, uh, and I, I think someday they need to do a musical episode of Sweet Magnolias, <laughs> especially now that I know both of you have been on Broadway and yes. Elliot and obviously Heather Hadley yes. are like the best singers ever. And, Amen. Oh, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, would. I would die. 
not so much uh but it must have been incredible to work with brooke elliott and heather Heatley. i mean the whole cast oh yeah but yeah yeah works the most absolutely. i think with them uh yeah. I, I mean i was brooke, brooke was was uh you know uh heather Headley and i both share we're both uh, from trinidad as well too so, oh, really? so that was okay. cool for us you know yeah. um sharing you know and, uh-huh. and learning about each other there and, and she is such a light it's it's unbelievable the oh. the humor and the wit that that she brought to to the set every single yeah. day um just brightened up the the you know and i don't know the, how the much tv she's done uh but she did a great job i get that she did a wonderful job in the role oh yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah she was also shooting at the same time um it's a chicago-based show and i can't remember whether it's chicago med i think it was chicago oh, med okay. that, that she has a role on so there were a few times where she was sort of still a little bit back and forth kind of wrapping up her, her shooting there. okay um but yeah she's just just remarkable and brooke too brooke um you, you know it's a, it's a friendship that we that we began to develop and, and i just so hope we we get another season to to continue yeah. um building that because uh, i think so much of what you see on screen comes from the, the dynamic as well that, that we found with each other just as, as people. And I, one of the amazing things about, about Brooke, as, as we sort of talked about, because we had a lot of, um, you deal with a lot of script changes on the go as you're, as you're shooting. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person who likes to know as much as possible in advance. I like to know the, 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 whole, the whole episode, learn all of my scenes, just so that I can't be thrown. And, and Brooke was like, I used to be like that, but, but uh, then I got dropped dead diva and, yeah. and I was, you know, doing constant, you know, and legal, you know, yeah. like really complicated texts night after night after night that I had to throw that out the window. And I found out that I wasn't working effectively by doing that. So I only worry about, I'll read the script, you know, have a once over when we do the table read, but then I'm only focusing on, on the scenes that I shoot the next day. And I only learn my lines the night before I shoot. And I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't even, I could, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. And, and when we would be working together in scenes on set, uh, just what's so remarkable about, about that is it makes her present purely to the moment. She's the, you know, her character doesn't know what's happening in the next scene or, or what's happening down the road. You only ever know what's happening in your present moment. And right. so her level of presence, just being real and, and there and not thinking yeah. about anything else, um, really upped my game really challenged me to, to, to be even more present as, as an actor. Yeah. So, so, uh, so that was really cool to, to learn and, oh. and be a part of and witness. That's great. I mean, I was a huge Drop Dead Diva fan. I oh, absolutely yeah? uh-huh. loved that show. Yeah, I mean, it was just so empowering to have a, a character like her that as somebody that, you know, is a plus size woman, like somebody like her who's so like, strong and confident and and funny and cute and just like yeah great i don't know i just loved the show i thought it was so funny and and i thought she was so good in it and so yeah i i was so excited to see her uh her in uh, in the show i loved the casting of the whole show and i mm-hmm. i i my i've wanted her to be in a hallmark movie so bad <laughs> I would love for Brooke Elliott to do a Hallmark movie. So, Amen. <laughs> yes. so shout out to the Hallmark producers little, out there. Yes, <laughs> please hire Brooke Elliott. Yes. It would be amazing. Uh, but she just was so, so confident. And uh, you don't tend to see that uh, in, uh, in plus size casting, which was just, it was awesome. And, uh, and so, 
uh yeah one other thing i was so impressed by in the uh in the show is i thought that the the teenage actors and the teenage roles were a mm. lot more pronounced than i was expecting like they had real arcs and they had real uh i don't know real arcs that had meat on the bone for these teenage actors and i thought they all did so well with yes. it and uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I was just really impressed uh, with uh, with all of that, and whether it was um, I forget all the names, but Dana Sue's daughter was she was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked her whole story. I liked Kyle's story. I mm-hmm. uh, like the older son's story because he could have easily just been like I forget his name, but he could have easily uh, Ty. I think it was Ty. Mm-hmm. Ty. Yeah. He could have easily just been the the sort of the jock character you know the it, archetype but he wasn't mm-hmm. he was a really interesting character i thought that was really cool that it made the show i think what's cool about sweet magnolias is, is that it has something for everyone mm-hmm. i think that a lot of people might view it and think oh that's just a female show or whatever but like really there's there's stuff to appeal to teenagers or stuff to appeal to to people of all different uh, interests and types and and uh, men and women mm-hmm. and i don't know i think that, that it's uh it, once people actually sit down and watch it I'm like wow this is a really good show mm-hmm. i fully yeah. agree with that yeah. and and i agree that the casting of our, our younger cast is just it couldn't be better i mean yeah everyone is is it's just amazing in in their roles and and i also think that it's a a strength of of our writing team and, and of our showrunner, yeah. Cheryl Anderson, because that's another thing I noticed in, in Ties That Bind, uh, the first series that I'd done with her, is, is it also featured a, a young cast that was of equal weight to the adult cast. And, and it's just a reminder that, that, that in our lives, I mean, you know, the, the, the younger generation is, is just as important as, as our adult generation. In fact, they're paving the way for our, our future. Sure. So to, to have that balance in, in, in the storylines, I think mm-hmm. makes a, a richer um, story. Yeah. So has it been fun to see like different people's responses and, the, and just the overall energetic response to the first season? It's been awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel so grateful to, to be <laughs> a, a part of it. And, and, uh, and, and seeing how much people are, are, are so invested in, in the relationships and yeah. invested in, in uh, who's telling, you know, which team are you on? Are you on Team Eric or are you, are you on, uh, you know, Team Ryan, team Ryan um, or, or just Team Helen even? Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's uh, just that level of, of passion and, and, and investment. You, you know, you shoot something and you never know how it's going to turn out and you hope for the best. Sure. And we certainly, you know, as we were shooting, felt like we had something special, um, but you, you you don't know how that's going going to be mm-hmm. uh, once it's released. And to have had it like really quickly shoot to to the, the Netflix top ten in in North America, both in in the U.S. and here in Canada mm-hmm. and in Toronto for several weeks to, to to sit in that that position was just unbelievable. Uh, so so it's uh, a, a real testament, uh, not only to to the production team who, who put all of this together, but but to the fans who have really shown their love for, yeah. for the show. And, and uh, so I'm very grateful. That's great. Well, they now with with all these teenagers, you gotta get back to filming soon. They're yeah. gonna, 
gonna grow. <laughs> They're gonna change. Oh, yeah. We gotta get. We gotta get back. Oh, we all want a yes. season two so bad. Amen. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be interesting to see how we come out of this pandemic and and how it affects yeah. everything because all shows are 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 on hold, right? Right. And 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 certainly when you're working with 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 younger actors, everybody grows so so quickly. Um. So how 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 as an industry we, we, we deal with that will be um, uh, I know very they're just just kind of things are just starting to get back. I, I think that I I don't know about everything in Georgia, but I think that uh, that Tyler Perry Studio is getting back and oh, in, in Georgia. I think I read that. Uh, so hopefully, oh cross fingers that I mean obviously the most important thing is that it's safe. <laughs> For our actors, yeah. that's the most important thing, and and cast and crew. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but oh yeah, we gotta get we gotta get going. <laughs> yep, I feel you. Gotta know. We gotta know what happens. <laughs> uh, that's what I was thinking. Watching the Babysitters Club series that was also excellent on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I was like, they gotta get these girls filming soon because they're gonna grow. <laughs> right. Really yeah. fast. <laughs> but uh, but. Really great. Uh, so before we close, we like to have some just silly questions. And since mm -hmm. this is uh, Christmas in July going on on Hallmark Channel, we have some mm -hmm. holiday themed questions for you. So mm -hmm. put on okay. your Santa hat, go back to December, mm -hmm. and it's going to be fun. So first question, uh, what is your favorite holiday drink? Rum and eggnog. Oh, okay. Good. But the eggnog, I'm vegan and gluten-free, so I'm... Oh, okay impossible during the holidays um so i, I it's got to be a um one of those vegan eggnogs okay but straight up like wrong. a soy or something <laughs> like that yeah yeah soy um, or an almond base or coconut based or, okay. or yeah, yeah uh so what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat uh now this is christmas cake and this is particularly Christmas cake made by my mother-in-law. Oh. Um, it's, it's a Jamaican uh, Christmas a cake that's just, no, it's not gluten-free. And this is, this is the time where I, I break that and I just go, it's Christmas. I'm having your, I'm having your rum cake. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> yeah. Must be really good then. If it's, if oh, it's, a, yeah. if it's break the diet worthy. Uh, okay. Great. What is your favorite Christmas song or Carol? Mm, I would say, um, drummer boy okay yeah mm -hmm. cool all right do you have a favorite classic christmas movie that you watch every it's year? the alistair sim christmas carol yeah. the black and white version that's one of my favorites also yeah 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 love it well this probably answers that question but if you had to pick scrooge or the grinch scrooge scrooge all right yeah. uh, clear lights are colored i love the clear lights yeah yeah uh, i love the aura that they that they make around whatever they're decorating just yeah and when you take photos that that glimmer that that happens me too just love that yeah uh would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman snowball fight okay uh, <laughs> would, you, would you consider consider yourself a good gift wrapper or you, oh no i'm a good gift wrapper yeah okay, yeah good i do those hospital corners Oh, no, really, really, really tight edges. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? No. 
but now that I'm going to be a dad, you need one. I'm going to need one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Part of the, the joys of parenthood is embarrassing your children as much as possible. Right. <laughs> Don't want to miss out on that. That's great. Well, thank you so much. This was so much fun to get to talk with you. You're great. Oh, you too. Congratulations on your upcoming uh, baby. That's just so exciting. Thank we're, you. We're thrilled for you. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we hear the news soon about season two. Sweet magnolias. So my fingers are crossed with you. Yes. <laughs> Pray. Uh, yes. So, uh, do you have social media that you'd like to share? Yeah, uh, I'm. You can uh, see me uh, on Instagram at uh, it's basically at Dion Johnstone. Okay, great. And we'll have yeah. that in the description section. So people can follow you on Instagram, and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And you can follow the podcast, Hallmarkies Pod, uh, on Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And so please check all of that out. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Merry Christmas in July. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Same to you. Bye, everyone. Take care. All right. We